0: Have you noticed how often people take to social media with their ailments, searching for medical advice? Some photos I would rather not see. (laughs) To be honest, I would see posts like that and think I would never do that. Well, I did it. I had a massive migraine situation that lasted several days. I've never had a headache do to me what that headache did to me. It would get worse and then get better, but never fully go away. It was the weekend, I wasn't going to urgent care, so I posted on social media. As soon as I did, I felt a bit exposed. But you know what I did get? A ton of legit good advice. This is one thing I do love about social media in that in a matter of a few hours, I had this small community of headache and migraine sufferers rallying around me, offering their advice, prayers, home remedies, medication suggestions, and overall kind responses. It was amazing. I felt loved and I trusted their comments and advice because they had been there, done that, and the things they suggested were things that actually worked for them. They were speaking from experience. That matters, right? I tried several combinations of things they suggested and while I did get some relief, after a few more days I went to the doctor to be sure there wasn't anything else going on. Turned out it was simply an after effect of a virus I had a few weeks earlier. So it just took some time to fully be free of the fog of it all. I was grateful when it finally lifted and I was grateful for the advice of friends. Now, go with me for a minute to another scenario. What if the situation looked a little different? What if I had put my six symptoms out to the world And the only advice and comments I received were from people who had never found relief or healing from the things they were suggesting I try. Hey, I hear you have a really bad wound that hasn't healed. Don't wash it because when you wash it out and disinfect it or put medicine on it, it's gonna hurt really bad, maybe even burn. So don't do that. You want to avoid that pain. So just wrap it in some dirty bandages and don't let it get any air or anything. Just ignore it. It'll go away on its own. And let's imagine a bit further that this sage advice (laughs) is coming from someone who is scarred, sick, and covered in wounds that are oozing with infection. Would you be so quick to take that advice? No, thank you. So here's the question. Why do we take spiritual health or life advice from those around us or online who are spiritually dead or whose life is filled with unhealthy or even rotten fruit? Isaiah 520, woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and clever in their own sight. Friends, we can be too quick to seek answers for all the ailments, hurts, and pains of life from sources that are not rooted in the one who heals our hearts and meets us in our every emotion and need. Those wise in their own eyes, like the prophet Isaiah spoke of, are actually walking wounded because they are looking to anything and everything other than God to make sense of it all. As a result, they see good as evil and dark for light. You must know the difference as you reach them with the love of Jesus. I heard speaker and author Christine Kane put it this way, don't let sick people tell you what is healthy. Pretty simple. Love the sick, connect with the wounded, care for the broken and hurting, but our source of truth and our guide for life must only be found in the words of the great physician. That's the truth. Jesus came for the sick and the sinners. He met them where they were and they walked away healed And forgiven. That's what Jesus does for us all when we lay our sickness and our sin at his feet. I'm Lori Klein.